his band for coming by. Thanks, Army and Ollie. Thank Thanks. you. And uh, Mike Perini's coming up next with Pandora's Lunchbox. Please remember, Mitakuyo Yasin, we are all related. Pandora's box is a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that? Pandora's box is a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you Babe, that means I have half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food. And today it's most definitely about food for thought and about what it means to be in the month of autumn. As you can see, the thoughts are really flowing quite coherently right now. First of all, here's a song for stomping grapes and squash, too. Here it comes. Wait for it.
It's just been brought to my attention that you don't need to stomp squash. So that isn't necessarily a song about stomping squash. You just scoop it out. So next week's song is about scooping. But in that case, that is Autumn Almanac, or as he said in the last verse, Autumn Almanac. That is The Kinks, featuring the talents of Ray Davies and the other folks, and Autumn Almanac. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. It's autumn, and food is all over the studio. But speaking of, um, yes, basically, you should know this. I don't know if you've heard this already. But the Michigan Board of Education was getting together their guidelines for science classes, their curriculum for the state. And some members of the legislature, the state legislature, said, could you hold off a minute? We'd like you to consider that evolution is a theory and maybe to allow other theories such as, oh, intelligent design into the mix. So so they've delayed the uh, adopt, adoption of the science standards. It's times like this that we really need to think about the meaning of life and the flying spaghetti monster. There is a website called the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. This is at venganza.org. It's .org, so you know it's, a, it's an important non-profit organization. V-E-N-G-A-N-Z-A dot org. Join me on this website, will you? This is uh, the Flying Spaghetti Monster game. Let's see if I can get the sound of it up here. Hold on, it's coming. Here we go. You can just feel it. Feel the spaghetti sliding down your throat, can't you? Okay, here's the instructions of the Flying Spaghetti Monster game on this website. As the Flying Spaghetti Monster, you must convert as many people into Pastafarians as you can before time runs out. Use your mouse to guide the Spaghetti Monster across the play field. Click the mouse button to deploy your noodly appendage toward the scurrying people. Be sure not to make contact with the darkly clad school administrators. So that is your introduction to the Flying Spaghetti Monster. You can read all about the gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster on the website. And in fact, I was looking at this website here, and I had a difficult time finding all of the information I needed right away. I guess, you know, if you were going to open the Bible, there isn't that introduction saying, okay, here is the Bible in 50 easy words, so you don't have to read the rest of it, right? So the Flying Spaghetti Monster, the whole discipline, I guess you have to really dive into it. Okay, so I went to Wikipedia, and there's an entry on the Flying Spaghetti Monster. And here's your first thought on this religion. In the chapter in Alternate Vision, the suggestion of unintelligent design is proposed. The argument is that because of all the problems in the world, the Flying Spaghetti Monster must have been drunk, careless, etc. when he first created life. A list of ten examples is given to support this, including such things as disco music, Jar Jar Binks, and the popular McPigeon sandwich sold at McDonald's. McPigeon? That's P-I-D-G-I-N. Schneider and Frederick have recently proposed the first scientific proof of unintelligent design by claiming that the insertion of species Penne rigate into species Rigatone, order Pasta, resulted in the creation of a new species of Noodleus doublius. Schneider considered the only explanation is that this was caused by the hot, the, <laughs> the hotly, the hot spaghetti, the holy flying spaghetti monster whose noodly appendage intervened. This is music for wiggling your noodle, too. And squashing your noodle or your noggin or however you want to do. Okay, speaking of nothing in particular, if you put spaghetti out in the garden tonight, it's going to freeze because there is actually a freeze advisory across Michigan. And here is Mrs. Miller with a little bit of encouragement for those of you who have worked so hard to keep your food together in the garden. Garden grew a chrysanthemum, and the daffodil 
Mrs. Miller, and speaking of worshiping, I do worship Mrs. Miller. Pretty much uh, admire her work, have admired her work for a long time. Somebody who I aspire to be like, uh, especially her whistling. She's quite a whistler. Mrs. Miller, she's released several albums, and some of them have actually made it to CD. And this one is her hard-to-find album called Mrs. Miller Does Her Thing. And it's on a collection called The Turned On World of Mrs. Miller. It's on a label out of California called Amaret. M That's spelled A M A R E T. Amaret Records. Can you imagine a track like that? Only there's about 40 of them. <laughs> You've got to get this. This is Miller and Green Thumb and Green Brownies. Mmm. I don't know what to say. It's Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food, and we're talking about the flying spaghetti monster because this is a time to think about the important things in our lives about this time of harvest, this harvest time when so many rituals of religion have come along. And so look again, let's look again to the Wikipedia segment on the flying spaghetti monster. Captain Mosey and the eight, I'd really rather you didn't listen carefully. Now this is a word from Wikipedia while brooding atop Mount Salsa because it cannot find a pirate ship. Mosey, the pirate captain received some advice from the flying spaghetti monster in the form of 10 stone tablets. These were called the I'd really rather you didn't by the flying spaghetti monster, the commandments by Mosey and the condiments by his pirate gang. While there were originally 10 tablets, two were dropped on the way back down the mountain with eight remaining. This event partly accounts for Pastafarian's flimsy moral standards the Flying Spaghetti Monster's commandments address the treatment of people of other faiths, worship of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, sexual conduct, and conduct, essential conduct, and nutrition, and, and ability to pronounce the... And here I'm going to read one of the eight I'd really rather you didn't. These are not the opinion of the regents of the University of Michigan or the uh, Michigan Board of Education or any, any Republicans or Democrats in the state legislature. These are the eight I'd really rather you didn't 
as listed in Wikipedia on the Flying Spaghetti Monster and Pastafarianism. Number one, I'd really rather you didn't act like a sanctimonious holier-than-thou beep-boop when describing my noodly goodness. If some people don't believe me, that's a, believe in me, that's okay. Really, I'm not that vain. Besides, this isn't about them, so don't change the subject. Two, I'd really rather you didn't use my existence as a means to oppress, subjugate, punish, eviscerate, and or, you know, be mean to others. I don't require sacrifices, and purity is for drinking water, not people. Again, this is not the opinion of the Board of Education. And one thing that, that makes me think about what he's saying right here is, I was talking earlier about pulverizing squash, and I want to apologize to all the people who are feel that squash is an important part of their lives. But we'll actually go back to some of those in just a moment. But we need to do some songs about harvests right now. This is very important. This is Mississippi John Hurt. Standing on the mountain Where as I can see Standing on the mountain just as far as I can see. Dark clouds above me, clouds all around for me. Feeling low and weary, Lord, I've got trouble in mind. Feeling low and weary, Lord, I've got a trouble in mind. Everything that gets me every boy is so unkind. Harvest time's coming and will catch me unprepared. Harvest time is coming and will catch me unprepared. Haven't made a dollar bed, luck is all I've had. Lord, how can I bear it? Lord, will the harvest bring? Lord, how can I bear it? Lord, what will the harvest bring? Burn up all my money and I even got a doggone thing. I'm a rare traveler roaming round from place to place. I'm a weary traveler roaming round from place to place. If I don't find something, death will end me in the street. Ain't got no mother, father left me long ago. Ain't got no mother, father left me long ago. I'm just like an orphan where my folks is, I don't know. Blues around my shoulder, blues are all around my head. Blues around my shoulder, blues are all around my head. With my heavy burden, Lord, I wish I was dead. That is Mississippi John Hurt, and it's not been confirmed that that song has anything to do with Pastafarianism or the Flying Spaghetti Monster, but 
nonetheless, when he does talk about being on the mountain, that is something that we, we perhaps should think about. I'm sorry if I'm proselytizing, but this pastafarianism really inspires me. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food. That was the Blue Harvest Blues. And just want to take a moment now to mention some food-related shows going on in southeast Michigan. Lord of the Yum Yum is going to be playing at the Elbow Room tomorrow, the Elbow Room in Ypsilanti. Uh, Veruca Salt will be playing at the Hayloft in Mount Clemens on Saturday. The Amino Acids will be playing... The Amino Acids? The Amino Assets? Okay, that's good. The Amino Acids will be playing at the Magic Stick on Saturday. And quickly, I think I saw something else food-related in here, and yet I... Anyway, moving right along, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. Minus the Bear is playing on St. Andrews. Is that because the bear was eating porridge? I don't know. Okay, we've been talking a lot about the Flying Spaghetti Monster and about about, uh, here comes Harvest, Harvest, Harvest. Here, here's another Harvest tune, actually. This is actually a basket dance, a traditional basket dance of the Pueblo Indians of San Juan, New Mexico. Let's hear that. Hey, ho, 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 ho,
performance of a basket dance from traditional Pueblo Indians of San Juan, New Mexico. And that is from a collection called Harvest Song on the Ellipsis Arts label. And you also heard another song from that collection called Harvest Song just a moment ago. It was by Mississippi John Hurt, and it was called... Uh-oh. The, the t- sound of the telephone is emptying the contents of my brain. So if you could call back after I'm off the air, that would be great. But nonetheless, the sound continues. I think now is the time to go from something sublime like that to something totally mindless and see how this works. Now, we're going to now talk about the flying spaghetti monster. And we've actually been talking about that for quite a while. And pirates and global warming. This is an important part of the flying spaghetti monster you know what? I'm just going to answer the phone here. Can you hold on just a second? Let me just uh, get the CD to go here. We're going to play whatever this is. It was a most important phone call, a quite significant one. Arwolf will not be doing Face the Music tonight. Arwolf is the host of Face the Music, uh, usually every 7 o'clock Thursday night. But today's host at 7 o'clock will be Ed Special, and his show will be called Face the Devil. Speak of the devil. <laughs> uh, pirates and global warming. We're talking now about the flying spaghetti monster. According to the Pastafarian belief system, pirates are absolute divine beings and the original Pastafarians. Their image as thieves and outcasts is all misinformation spread by Christian theologians of the Middle Ages. In reality, Pastafarianism says they were peace-loving explorers and spreaders of goodwill who would distribute candy to children. That's nice. Now... A proponent of flying spaghetti monsterism has written a letter to the Kansas School Board to try to convince them to include the theory of Pastafarianism, along with the other theories, such as intelligent design and other ones. And I don't know that that's actually been quite successful. Nonetheless, the good news is there is, in fact, a game 
called the Flying Spaghetti Monster Game. Let's see if we can hear any music from that right now. Here we go. Whoa. This is music from the Flying Spaghetti Monster Game, and this is on the website of Venganza.org. Well, this is getting kind of wild. Again, I'm going to tell you again how to play this game. You go to Venganza.org, V-E-N-G-A-N-Z-A.org, and you can play the Flying Spaghetti Monster Game. Click the mouse button to deploy your noodly appendage toward the scurrying people. Be sure not to make contact with the darkly clad school administrators. Can you imagine spaghetti-like appendages dancing around to this music? I, I definitely can. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food and about all things food and about our souls and about the feelings we have inside. And potatoes. This is a news item I found on deadspin.com I thought that you should know about. Here we go. David Bresnahan was a backup catcher for the A.A. Williamsport Bills, and he had a hunch that he was about to be cut from the team. He also had an idea that he could get a base runner out with the use of a peeled potato. A condensed version, Bresnahan went to the grocery store and found a potato from which he could carve a fake baseball. He peeled it to the perfect size and stuck it in a mitt in the dugout. With a man on third, he told the ump he had an equipment problem and went and got the potato. During the pitch, he moved the potato to his bare hand, he caught the ball, and launched the potato over the third baseman's head and into left field. The runner headed for home, and Bresnahan tagged him with the actual ball, which remained in his glove. Sounds brilliant, yes, but the umpire did not see it that way. He didn't know what to do and actually ended up calling the runner safe. And worse than that, Bresnahan was fined $50 by his manager and released him the next day, ending his career. Which just goes to show you. I don't know what it goes to show you because this is radio. But it just goes to show you. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for a fair number of hours here. And coming up in a moment, it's Face the Devil by Ed Special. And we're going to actually get into the mood for that in just a moment with some more music from Mrs. Miller. Not suggesting in any way that Mrs. Miller is the devil, because far from it, any woman that can advocate the baking of green brownies has to be pretty cool, I have to say that much. But nonetheless, Mrs. Miller, who had an album called The Greatest Hits of Mrs. Miller, which was her very first album and included some very beautiful, beautiful music. Nonetheless, we're going to hear this song right now. This is Mrs. Miller, and this is going to get us ready for Face the Devil with Ed Special. This is WCBN FM. Ann Arbor. Thanks for tuning in. Keen holes, death watch, everybody knows what's what. All join in committing sin. In the renaissance of smut. Restaurant business has improved. Since the tops have been removed, no one really disapproved in the renaissance of smut. Charlie's sister went to jail for sending pictures through the mail. Random House has bought her tail for the renaissance of smut. Once the kids read Jack and Jill Nursery rhymes and 
Our youngsters would say cornball or square. And now, CBN Radio brings you... All the broadcast uh, uh, media can do. You give them a sense of flavor. It's all vegetable. It's digestible. It's delicious and nutritious. Bite-sized and ready to eat. It's made with real egg formula. And here's a nice-looking record package in from New York. I woke up this morning with broadcast. WCBN. America's ace of the airwaves. This instrument is good for nothing but to entertain, amuse, and insulate. And we will soon see that the whole struggle is lost. And believing that radio had the responsibility to serve in the public interest at all times, we are turning over our facilities to the state militia at Trenton. WCBN FM Ann Arbor BN FM WCBN FM WCBN FM Ann Arbor WCBN FM Ann Arbor WCBN FM Ann Arbor A very pleasant, peaceful feeling. You relax deeper and deeper each downward count of my voice ten. Relaxing deeper, nine, letting the body gently begin to sink deeper, eight. Eight point three. Yes, it's like a push-button radio, you see. 24 hours a day. Whether you like...